this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Arrow After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Arrow After Show. I'm getting by with my Hey there, welcome to the Arrow After Show here on AfterBuzz TV, getting down. I'm your host, Allie Kona Bradford, and the hood has got to come off. But if you guys haven't noticed, we have something rather amazing going on today. We have not one, not two, but all three of your AfterBuzz hosts for Arrow. Yay! So welcome, everybody. If I didn't say it already, I'm Allie Kona Bradford, and these wonderful people are... Hi, how you doing? My name is Michael Durgin. My nickname is Mowgli. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm getting naked. Hold on. Let me take this jacket <laughs> Please, off. It's, it's yeah, that's how hot. this show's going. Honestly, yeah. this is a, these hoods are a great idea, but they're super warm. <laughs> so we had an amazing show. Well, okay. Opinions might beg to differ. I, I enjoyed this show. I heard a few grunts and, and, and grumbling over from Kelly about this I was this a little show. bit bored, I must say, all in all. But until the end. The end was good. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about the end shortly. But mm-hmm. let's talk about the beginning because we start with... Going to the flashback of Moira and the trial and reiterating all the things that she pretty much confessed to last season on the season finale. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was really getting angry at the DA. Okay. Yeah, you know, because granted he was doing his job, which is to make her look bad, which he did very successfully on top of pulling Thea up there, putting her on the spot. And I hate, I don't know about you guys, but I hate watching court trials on TV because you already know that the the, the person is going to go in on everybody and you just want to, for me, just smack them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 and then on top of that, obviously, we already know that Laurel is on the opposing team, if you will. And when she gets to a point where she's now got to lead the trial, I'm like, oh, God. Like, if this was you, would you have stepped down at that point? Because you are now interrogating your ex-boyfriend, the former love of your life's mother. You know everything about their family. I've already said it in the past. She's too close to the story to be in that trial. I just don't think she should be... That person. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, in any real court case in the United States, you're never going to have a situation like that. Um, 99.9% of the time, there's going to be a conflict of interest and the lawyer can't can't be on the case. So, um, you know, just throwing that out there, you know. So I'm kind of excited to see her being a part of it. It's kind of fun to play this make-believe world and have her try to step up and do that. But at the same time, um, it is it is tough. I think it is tough to see her having to go... And, and She can't and even stand herself. Chastise her, her friend's mom like that. Yeah, right. definitely. Uh, but you know what? That also, I'm glad. As weird as that sounds, I'm glad because if she was able to to do that heartlessly, then I would have really been disappointed in her character. But the right. fact that she's now going through all these emotions on the inside, right. and even when Oliver checks to see if she's okay, one of the things she says is, "How can you even stand me? Right? I can't even stand myself." She's harder on herself than they are on her. Exactly. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they know that's that's her job, and that's what you know she's doing, and. She's definitely put in an awkward situation, but I think that's what makes it so much more compelling of a storyline is right. the fact that she was so close to the other side. Right. And even at one point, she actually goes against what she's supposed to do and you know, sacrifices possibly being disbarred in order to warn Myra a little bit about yeah. what's going on. On a plus yeah. side, though, it was really nice to see her out of that ugly, like, uh, whatever, jail uniform. Oh, yeah. But you know what? Okay, this is such a weird opinion yeah. then. Be, I, I didn't mind it only because she looks so fresh with her hair in a ponytail. Mm-hmm. She didn't have any yeah. makeup on. It just seems so. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Real. As weird as that sounds. Well, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I know she's a little bit older, but she's still, I mean, she's not. She's (laughs) not that old. She's not, don't you? No, she's a good looking lady, you know? Having her in that jumpsuit was just disgusting, but. (laughs) It's good to see her looking good again. I mean, obviously, I'm not the only person that thinks it, Mr. Merlin. Hey. Uh, <laughs> can I just say, I mean, I, I don't want to jump ahead. We won't talk about it mm-hmm. yet. But I will say when Thea and um, who is she having the conversation be with? Be careful with what you're saying. I will be careful. Okay. You know what? I, I, just, just stop me. Just stop me. I'm going to change the subject because then yeah. I'm going to get into the end of the show. I take I notes sometimes when I'm watching the show and my notes specifically say, Meyer Queen, nice to see Oliver's mom looking good again. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think about Count Vertigo's return and us seeing what really happened and how he got out? Mm, I thought it was really cool. Like uh, Count Vertigo escaping was um, probably one of the most... Uh, dynamic twist to the show for this episode, you know, but um, I thought that him letting the doll maker out uh, was kind of confusing. But then if you think about it, uh, Count Vertigo um, actually like I guess like if you guys read the comics, I mean, I'm not I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't like getting into the comics too much because we're we're actually talking about Arrow. It's a TV show that just happens to be about the comics. But every now and then I'll throw some stuff in. So hopefully it's OK with you guys. But Count Vertigo used to uh, actually be part of the Suicide Squad in the comics. And the Suicide Squad was like a group of people that were like, um, 
uh, you know, villains. He's mm-hmm. one of the most super villains of all times. But uh, that being said, it was kind of cool to see him go ahead and try to release another person that's evil because it kind of like shows that cohesion between two evil people that could end up being something like the Suicide Squad. Right. But um, it was interesting. I liked it. I like seeing him get out and bring someone out with him. Yeah, but the way he went about doing it, he just went through the cells like, no, 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 good oh, luck, yeah. choke and die. Hey, right. you, you look mm-hmm. evil. Here's some keys. Well, no, he said he was familiar with your work. He's like, I love your work. Oh, I didn't hear mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think it was because of the way that he killed people. Right. Like, the, like his MO. Yeah, that's what he maker. liked. And Interesting. just as a side note, Deadshot uh-huh. actually in the comics is uh, one of Count Vertigo's like uh, Suicide Squad guys, and uh-huh. uh, like uh, Count Vertigo actually actually asked Deadshot to kill him in mm. one of the uh, comics. Stone it out there. So there's a lot of stuff that could be going on in the future. Right. Just right. as we're going forward, I just want to throw it in. Hmm. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I did notice that I thought was interesting in the opening scene mm-hmm. of seeing Count Vertigo, I was a little confused because I thought he was crazy for life. I thought that OD screwed him up permanently. Yeah, it should have. And that he wouldn't be able to function. Yeah, well, that's what we talked about that when we yeah. first saw mm-hmm. him, and I was going to bring that up as well, is how, what, I wonder like what the time duration was when the quake happened and when he was actually put in with the regular people because I thought he was in that padded cell for a minute. Right. Like after right, right. after all of that when Oliver decided not to kill him. Well, yeah. it's obviously been a long time because... But was it really that long between well, the time the mm-hmm. quake happened and when he got locked up? I, that I don't know. But I will say I didn't realize that it had been five months before Thea even visited her mom. So right. that must mean how much time has really gone oh, by in the true. show. Oh, that's true. That's very true. Well, yeah, no, we knew, yeah. like, they had talked about that, that it was a long time before she went. That but it I, was five mm-hmm. months? Yeah. I, didn't, I thought we were only coming back to the show three months later. Which means that Count Vertigo could have definitely been in there for about a year. And honestly, there was drugs in his system, so those could have been flushed out. And yeah. again, uh, quick point, just to make you guys happy, in the comics as well, he does have drugs that go enter into his system. He's mm-hmm. actually flooded with them in one of the in a couple of the comics mm-hmm. to get him to do what people want him to do. Because the whole idea behind Count Vertigo is that he actually, as a child, had a small implant put into his ear because he had no sense of balance, and mm-hmm. it was able to help him to balance himself. That's how he got the name oh. Count Vertigo or whatever, because he actually used to have vertigo. He'd have a trouble up and down. Uh-huh. So I guess as you move forward from that, um, he actually could induce that effect on people around him right. that were in close enough range of the electronic device in his ear. Right. So that's how he got the whole name. And then they inject him with a bunch of uh, medication and a bunch of different drugs to try to get him to be able to induce different effects to people. And mm-hmm. that's how he's like used as like a tool for evil. So like the drugs being induced into him from the show was kind of a cool point because it like brought you back to that Right. To that you right. know, mentality. If you guys are wondering, this is the best show to watch for Arrow After Buzz, by the way, continuing <laughs> forward. Uh, we give you everything. You know, but that's, a, <laughs> that's very interesting that they do that because, you know, this show, the way it's written, it's it loosely follows the comic book, but it definitely makes its own interpretation mm-hmm. of how it wants to play the It's just the cool characters. to see that. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. that is, it's definitely different. And he's yeah. obviously going around. Smart plan, not gonna lie, not that I Genius. liked it, but mm. you infected the most of the city with your little flu bus. Right. Yeah. And it's funny because at the beginning of the show, that's all they kept talking about. Flu shot, flu shot, flu. I'm like, why are they talking how about this? They, but how did they not connect that quicker? I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. That's what was yeah. funny because by the time you look, it comes together and it's like, duh, how did you not think yeah. about it? Too? Yeah, yeah. Another good, t- good tidbit was that Star Lab said that their particle accelerator was on track. Did you yes, hear that? Yes, in the news. The news. Yeah. Yes. I was really excited. God, we're such geeks. <laughs> Give it up. Pounds. Give it up to geeks. <laughs> 
speak for yourself. And that's what <laughs> that's what Vertigo used to ping his broadcast off of when he yeah. Yeah, yeah. took over the airwaves. Well, right. you know what? Okay, I will say this. When was is Adam the district attorney's name? Yes. Okay, so yeah, when Adam the assistant assistant excuse me, assistant. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't want to give him that promotion. <laughs> so when he steps in and he's given his whole interrogation and, and doing his business in court and starts feeling that high withdrawal, I'm not quite sure what it was. Mm-hmm. Part of me was like, "Ha! Huh, you deserve that, you big butthole." Yeah, <laughs> and he he's fell to a the douche. ground. He is a douche. But you know, what? Arrow <laughs> Oliver still went to save him. Regardless, he could have let him die. He could have mm-hmm, said, yeah. "You know what? You're the butthole that's doing all this to my mom. I really don't want her to face the death penalty. I don't want her to face, you know, life right. in jail." Mm-hmm. Yeah, just let him disappear. But at the same time, don't you think it's kind of weird that Diggle like needed a flu shot? Like he just decided to go to a random bus and get a flu shot. I mean, I'm assuming Oliver gives him pretty good health care. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just well, well, you know, well, when you're chasing, when you're helping a vigilante, and you have to be a bodyguard to one of the most popular, you know, richest. Yeah, kids I guess and, a flu shot you know, from a bus. You have to just get <laughs> it when you can get <laughs> right, it, right? right? When he's in court, then we walk down to the bus to get a shot. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess that's. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of free time, you know. Yeah, this is yeah. true. This you is know, true. Arrow is supposed to be a show that talks about like the uh, he's supposed to be the radical voice of the po- the political left. You right. Know? Right. Like, so that's like the whole idea behind it. In the end, is what he ends up coming. So mm-hmm. I can't help but wonder if like this um this Diggle taking the flu shot is some kind of like parallelism to Obama's health care plan. I really oh, hope Oh wow, that. that's really deep. <laughs> that is really deep. And it's messed up if it is. <laughs> is that what we have to look forward to? In our <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so moving on. Yeah. yeah. So but Diggle was really stubborn this episode and, and in a noble way because obviously there's a lot going on with Oliver's family and Diggle's always been that guy that puts his friends to me ahead of him and his mm-hmm. needs. Oh, absolutely. And he you know, the whole time he's fine. He's fine. Like, dude, you're not fine. Mm-hmm. And and he's even willing to go after Count Vertigo when all this stuff is going down, ready to investigate. But Felicity's like, dude, I got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, however, I think you were saying you kind of knew when she was about to go. We knew she was going to get in trouble. Of course. Yeah. First of all, first of all, I'm sorry. I love her. I do. She's in a basement. Really in that outfit in a basement? Gonna hey, go, like, you know what? When your boo is your boss, okay, it's not her boo. S- it's about you know what? No. In the future, it doesn't matter when. I'm you not on are- Team Elicity, by the way. <laughs> you know what? Oliver. Either way, so we're gonna pretend we didn't hear that. Yeah. When you are swooning over a man, of course you're gonna dress uh, up and look like a woman. What are you like guys talking woman. about? She's not swooning. In the in she- on the inside, yes, she is. If you didn't oh see that God. look in her eyes at the very end of the show, I did not. I missed what? it. Maybe it's because no guy what? can get through the kryptonite of a girl wearing glasses and a tight dress. I'm sorry. She <laughs> needs to get rid of the glasses if she wants a real chance. Just she has in the there. past. She's, she's got put competition. The hair down. She's taken right. the glasses off. She's got a lot of competition. So she goes in that to show. this flu bus. <laughs> okay, thank you, Kelly. <laughs> She gets on this bus and, of course, she gets busted by Vertigo. Of right. course, because, right. yeah. you know, it was too easy to break in. Yeah. Nobody was there. Oh, but wait. Yes, they were. Sorry, but how did you guys like how Oliver's taking charge again and really throwing down the law? Like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Da 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 da. You're going to get Diggle, give this to Diggle, and then afterwards, you know, I want you to go ahead and find out where he went to get this into him and all that. And he's like, I got to get things done. Like, he's back right. in control, mm-hmm. like, right. back in charge of his life, you right. know? Right. It's yeah. good to see him not have to, like, make all these weak mistakes because of his relationship with Laurel or weak mistakes because, you know, he, he doesn't care about his friends. Like, he's just on point with everything. This whole episode, Oliver's really showing a lot of potential of maturity uh, as a super. 
superhero as well as a person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's able to like uh, kind of like realize how to balance things. Mm-hmm. He makes sure to be a good friend of Diggle. He makes sure to be a good friend of his Felicity. Right. And then he makes sure at the same time to be the first sister in his family somehow. Right. It's right. good to see that development. Well, of yeah, the he's getting back to his old self because he was kind of like in a dull state after you know losing Everything. Tommy and and all of that, and now he's kind of coming back into his own and like getting it back together. And I like that. So definitely seeing him in a stronger, you know, kind of right. stronger right, role yeah, is better. What, okay, so what I want to talk about also, too, is Thea a little bit. And we'll talk about the ending statement. But with Thea, this poor girl has got so many emotions bottled up. And I feel like she's tried so hard to hold it together. And not even just this episode, but if you really think about her past or even in season one, mm-hmm. she's had to deal with so much and mm-hmm. not let it out. And in season one, it was her taking the vertigo and doing all these things to rebel against whatever is going on with her family and now this time around dealing with all these things with her mom and on top of the fact of feeling this guilt that she was the one that dropped the ball that caused her mom to now have to testify Mm -hmm. and then here comes Roy being a wonderful boyfriend he shows up with the boxing gloves hit me (laughs) and try hit me but that was such a good moment to me like a moment of a release that was so necessary for her and for her character and at the same time it also to me was a symbol of we don't know who Speedy is going to be. Obviously, Roy will eventually become the Red Arrow. Right. But as far as Speedy and her having the nickname and throwing punches, part of me was reaching and trying to think, well, maybe it has something to do with it's showing her future as a super something. Right. That makes or maybe sense. Yeah. like having her hone in on her emotions and learn how to channel them and get a little stronger. Right. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I thought the Roy scene when he pulls out the boxing gloves was a little bit gay. No offense. To, you know I'm, That's not the right word to use. I'm sorry, but it doesn't <laughs> mean what you think it means. That is not correct at all. But. I know. But I just thought Let's it was. See, yeah. yeah. It just wasn't very masculine of him. It wasn't something. Okay. That, you know what? Yeah. Skirt. Hold on. Do yeah. you have a girlfriend? No. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so anyways, like I was saying, I thought it was a really I have a girlfriend moment. by choice. <laughs> sure. Uh, okay, so anyway, if, if hey, you, you don't... Here's the thing. Okay, Dish I can understand. You know what? As a man, I get it. You weren't trying to hear him be all smooth and soft and, and hit me, but hit as me. a... Hit me. You know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm taking away your mic privileges, and so... It was necessary. That's what you do. That's what you do for not only your girlfriend, but your best friend. Right. If if they were going through something really rough emotionally and you knew they were keeping it inside of yeah. you, just like he was saying, when I was going through everything I was going, my mm-hmm. inner turmoil, yeah. the only way I could get rid of it, I would hit somebody and I'd feel this heat. Oh, and that's yeah. why I was on the streets fighting cool. and doing those things because I didn't know what to do with my emotions. Yeah, no, totally awesome. You know what's easier than that? Just saying, let's talk about it because that's what I would do. <laughs> well, you're a rare species of man because... Hey, do you want to talk, talk about it? Do you want to just tell me how you feel right now? I feel like that's a good way to handle it. I think it's very eccentric to pull out boxing gloves and say, hit me in my chest. You I know? thought it was cute. Yeah, hmm. but I, I think sometimes yeah. you kind of need that physical release. Yes. I mean, you do. Oh, yeah. You get stressed Definitely. out, and you kind of just need to let it out somehow. People, some people like work out. They, t- you know, do different kinds of things, martial arts, and all of that. And right. this was like a good way to kind yeah. of let let it out. But you did think that Thea did uh, an excellent job. Like I think Thea actually made that scene really work. No, absolutely. I thought that? she was really good. You she could tell she was kind of yeah. working through it, and it was she wasn't into it at first, and then as she got into it, and you could see the emotion building and letting out. And I thought that was a great scene. Yeah. Yeah, that was, and I yeah. liked that he did that for her. Yeah, Thea really you know, made I that thought scene. it made him more of a man to be able to do that with her mm-hmm. and kind of make it a kind of like a, a a little bit more of like 
a softer moment for them right. and let her kind of, you know, be a little bit more like masculine aggressive. in that sense and aggressive yeah. when she needed to be. And he was okay with himself to step back and let her do that. Exactly. Once because you, the typical yeah. thing to do is let's talk. Do you want to talk? I'll put yeah. my arm around you. Sometimes it's not enough. Man, let me tell you what happens in real life. Once you open those floodgates <laughs> of letting your girlfriend hit you, it just doesn't stop. I'm just throwing it out there. I've a- dated girls that have tried <laughs> to hit me. All right. I've been a victim. I'm not trying trying to play Apparently into this Roy thing, right? Apparently talking doesn't work in his <laughs> yeah. life either. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, you. stop hitting me. That's what I'm doing. Come on. Different strokes for different Yeah, I don't open those gates. <laughs> right. That's all I'm going to say about it. But it's good. I mean, I'm really excited for her. She really made that scene work. Roy, not so much. Eh. Oh, I think, you know, we'll talk about Roy later as far yeah. as him coming into our own, maybe in some predictions and stuff like that. Because right. we've seen him a little bit, but not a lot. Not since he first was introduced to the show. He's mm-hmm. now taken a backseat a little bit. Yeah. So I'd like to see his character develop a little bit more, not just with his girlfriend, right. but also just him in general. Because all these things, like he's really trying to help Oliver in some of his tasks, or yeah. I should say the arrow. Mm-hmm. And the only thing we see is Oliver constantly shutting him down in real life. Would you really just take that? Because after a while, I think you'd well, want to... Well, he's got to learn to be the sidekick. That's that's the thing. It's like he's not the front and center person. Yeah. And you got to remember, too, with his character and his struggles and just all the trouble that he's gotten into, he doesn't mm-hmm. have patience. He doesn't have any of that. He always goes True. no holds barred. He doesn't know how to rein it in. He doesn't... He doesn't kind of do research he just kind of goes without yeah. thinking and but, this is teaching him that sometimes you got to step back you got to slow down you got to take a look around know your surroundings if this is what you really want to do then you have to get it together just like when oliver was on the island and that's how he learned you right. know they didn't let him do hardly anything at the beginning either it was right. the same kind of thing and mm-hmm. i think he's that kind of sense. taking him through those same steps because he was such a loose cannon mm-hmm. and now he's going to kind of rein him in a little bit right, right. that kind makes of sense scale it back I was going to say, that's an excellent, excellent point. But what I will say (laughs) is, wouldn't it be so much easier just to tell him? I understand that you have to learn by experience, but at the same time, keeping somebody in the dark about what you're having them do in order to learn, just if he wants it so bad, train him. It's a whole wax on, wax off. Well, wax on, wax off and train me. Like physically train me or take me to your lair or something. I mean, I know you have to prove yourself no, but trustworthy. It's, but, it's, but it's as simple as that because you remember by the time, like he painted the house, he washed his car, like all of that. By the time he got it, mm-hmm. he already got it. He's Do you know what I mean? Speaking of the Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. The Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this is getting kind of crazy. But, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's that same kind of thing. It's like yeah. people tend to learn without realizing it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind That's of, true. you know, it, it's all that, you know, control. You're like learning control. That. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even Roy's realize that you're doing it. control right now. Yeah. yeah. He, I think it's he's becoming a it natural kind of thing yeah. versus something that he's trying so hard to do. It's because he's easing into it. It's becoming just part of who he is. Right. And he, he doesn't even realize. Roy's it. character, I know. I'm not, I'm being kind of hard on him, but I actually like the character. I hate to say it, but I do. I mean, I don't <laughs> like him like I like Oliver. That's totally different, but I'll say it like, you know what I mean? At the same time, um, his character's maturing. <clears throat> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He still has a lot to learn about how to, how to, mm-hmm. how things work, you know, but uh, he's on his way. Well, Kelly, you brought up the island. Let's talk a little bit about the oh, events please. that happened on this show with the island. I'll let you. Oh, oh, okay. So Oliver's still captured at this point by um, Sarah and her new the new crowd, and they want to find Doctor Ivo. Yes, right. They want to find the good the, the arrowhead. Yeah, but they're looking for the gravesite. Right. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. first they con, oh, sorry, well, not yeah. con him, but the, by force make him go to the plane where they're shooting up the plane like Swiss cheese, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. 
I don't know how they knew in advance to go hide and duck, but they did. Thank God. Right. Well, Oliver then, screamed, hello. Oh, yeah, that's no. right. <laughs> no, it was, that was too fast. I'm totally kidding. Oh, because... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, but he did. But yeah. I'm sure, you know, their the shadow, the, I mean, they, I'm sure they had to hear yeah. it or, you know, whatever, heard the approach right. and then, like, right. knew to right. hide. But. And, like, you, you brought up a really good point. In the last episode, we saw that Shadow was taking care of Slade and she was putting this mud treatment on his face for right. the burn. Mm-hmm. But it's just ironic how it's perfectly placed across uh-huh. his face and exactly. half of his face is dark and half is light, foreshadowing the whole Deathstroke thing. Yeah. And I'll say, like, Deathstroke is probably one of the coolest villains in the history of the show, but the fact that there's already been a Deathstroke mm-hmm. right. and that you're having Slade not take that uh, that role is really cool to me because um, I actually see him as always caring about Oliver no matter what. So whatever his role becomes... This is what I honestly think. I think that flashba- the flashbacks we've had so far, mm-hmm. uh, most of those characters end up becoming something we see in the future. Right. Mm-hmm. So I am hoping that we get to see a good guy. A in good, Deathstroke? Yeah, yeah, like a good guy in Deathstroke. That's what I want to say, yeah. Well, I if really you do. notice, we've seen pretty much, or at least that's what it seems to be, like we're seeing two versions of every character. Right, yeah. exactly. So that kind of seems to be the pattern of what they're doing with this show versus the way that the comic book has been. Right. So, right. I mean, we, I maybe we'll get to see the good side and the bad side of each. And right. that's why we get that, which is really cool. Right. Yeah. And honestly, like, I think that's, uh, I think that's a good point to be taken into consideration. And then I'll also say that, um, what was I going to talk about? Oh yeah. I'll say that the, the, that the way that, um, they stick up for Oliver and they have his back mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. go after him. If anything, if he was going to go evil and not help Oliver, it would have happened already. He would have already hated well, him for making him go back to that base and have the bomb hit him in the face. Yeah, but he didn't. You know? How can you really? Well, yeah. I guess you could be mad, but they were going back he told for him Shadow over and over again. But they were going back not. for Shadow, mm-hmm. and we find out obviously there's some sort of secret something going on between Slade and Shadow in right. the, maybe in the past or what mm-hmm. have you. Right, there's right, just right. something. So. In the back of his mind, I'm sure he wasn't that mad that they were going back for Shadow. Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but I'm looking forward to finding out what the tipping point is, what it is going to be that sets him off, that turns him into Deathstroke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happens? Yeah. That has I mean, to be you're, you're, all oh, this you is did, going on. You did but... notice in the last episode that he's starting to uh, have, an, have become very affectionate towards, um, what's her name? Uh, Shadow. Sh- Shadow, yeah. right. Yeah, so. of course. Oh, is that what you were just talking about? Yeah. Did I just miss that? Yeah. I was okay. thinking about something in my head, but yeah. <laughs> I think that's going to be the tipping point. It's going to yeah. be something that goes on between her and Oliver that puts him off. Right. But right. As, yeah, which is what we've seen building. Right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. But as we all know, no matter what it is, Oliver and him go way back. And I think yeah. that anything that happens, you should never let, you should never let her get in between friends. <laughs> 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 well, so much for being PC. Um, but you know, she Could showed up. Talking about a rake. But she know. showed up with yeah. a hood. Did you guys see the green hood that she was wearing when she showed up that with awesome. Slade to yeah. rescue Oliver? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's his hood. Yeah, mm-hmm, that's right. Remember, that's what Sarah tells him when she sees the hood. She's the last time I saw it, Shadow was wearing it. You remember from last episode or yeah. the episode before? Right. Huh. Yeah, I know they're not the same size. Hmm. Well. <laughs> anyway, yeah. no, but oh, but, what, oh, god, sorry. No, no, no. But what I was gonna say is, because you know they place these flashbacks to me very strategically within the show, and, mm-hmm. and a mm-hmm. lot of times it will parallel what's going on in the current time frame. Mm-hmm. And when they yeah. flash to that one, I don't remember what the scene was right before, but. Right when that scene opened of them rescuing Oliver and the the shots go down, the mm-hmm. arrows go down, he snatches up uh what's Katie Lott's character? I'm sorry. Mm, uh, Sarah. Su- he yeah. he snatches up Sarah and takes her with and oh because she's like, Well what'd you do that for? 
And and that was right after the scene, I believe, with Laurel asking, you know, why why are you asking me if I'm okay? Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's just to show a little bit of who he is because he, he sees good in people. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure yeah. what the purpose of that one is, but I don't know if she's now going to be a part of their team because mm-hmm. at <clears> some <throat> point in the island, she obviously is going to separate from them because she becomes part of the League of Assassins. So right. mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I see, uh, there's, well, the scene, yeah, there's a lot going on there. But what I really liked going back into the future, though, was how, uh, I think, again, I, I don't know if we're allowed to go, I don't know, is it okay if I take the flow forward a little bit? Is it cool? Yeah, go for it. All right, so I think that it was really cool how Oliver was in that showdown in the room with the Count, and he decided not to uh, kill, kill everybody in the room. Yeah. I think watching how he's not killing is a very cool aspect of what's going on as we push back into the future. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's a definite turn away from what's going on when you're watching these flashbacks and you're seeing him take out gunmen and just blow people up and stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Well, it's just further proving that he's no longer the vigilante, but right. coming into his own as a hero. Yeah. And then saving Adam was really cool, too. How yeah. he got him out of there and just yeah. left the rest of them behind. Back in the day, Oliver would... T- you know that in the comics, Oliver can shoot up to 27 arrows in like a minute? Really? He could shoot like an arrow every two seconds. Mm-hmm. He could have taken all those guys out. Well, even at the very end of the show, sorry guys, jumping forward, but when he went to go and rescue Felicity, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. he pulled that arrow up so fast. Three. He had it, yeah, he Three. had it down yeah, exactly. for a second, you know, because obviously Felicity was in a predicament, but just it was unbelievable to me how fast he picked it up and was like pop 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 mm-hmm. yeah he's fast like yeah. imagine that let's just count it real quick how fast he can shoot an arrow and kill you one one thousand two one thousand and that was like actually and then you're dead slow. you're gone yeah, yeah exactly. that was slow yeah. he was already he could dead do that yeah, yeah, over and over faster. and over yeah, a lot again. faster mm-hmm. yeah but let's talk, <laughs> let's, 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 we'll talk about the rescue scene i will say this one note that i did have in my notes about felicity she's brilliant and we all know that but sometimes she still wows me because when she was tracking down where exactly vertigo's hideout was mm-hmm. she did that based off of a reflection in his eyeball in the public <laughs> right. service announcement he gave uh-huh. what right yeah, yeah. that yeah. was awesome right well oliver told her go frame by frame piece by piece see and what you did. can find yeah. and and she she you know what though her humor because every time they ask her can you do this are you surprised? Of course. So why are you even asking me? Like, mm-hmm. I can do this. So I think we're finally here now. I think it's ready to talk to be talked about. So no, not you... yet. Oh no, I was gonna. Wait, do you know what I'm gonna say? <laughs> no, but I'm cutting you off anyways. Uh, okay. What are you gonna talk about? I was gonna say, say the name so. Of the Myra and Malcolm's nope, relationship. Not ready for that. Okay. <laughs> not ready for that. Okay. You know why I'm not ready for that? Because huh. I'm gonna wrap up Felicity and Oliver really uh, okay, quickly. Good. So he shows up to rescue her. I'm so sick put of these off. Two. At, at, you know what? Hold yes. Off. Well, because we find out that um, Vertigo figures it out. Yeah. So Vertigo figures it out, figures out that he is Arrow. So he comes in, no makeup, no mask, no hood. What a relief. Nothing. He comes out yeah. just with his costume and a bow. Yeah. So so we be, I thought this was going to be, it would have been too easy, but I really thought this was going to be my moment because. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so sick of this. I was actually so no, I really did think glad so. it was not that moment. I am too. I will say I'm, I'm glad too. I don't too, want it to happen but, too fast. But <laughs> I I honestly thought something was going to happen, but it's still that he's got the guard up. You can tell he's got the guard mm-hmm. up. Well, I think there were at least two opportunities for it to happen, and I'm so glad it didn't happen at right. either point. Mm, but I, it was it was de- definitely there in her eyes. But it was oh, more well, like, yeah. a, oh, please. Well, oh, no, please? I actually yeah. think a little bit in both. And then, you know. And then he would just shut it off. Yeah. Yeah. No, there was nothing there on all yes. of his part. Are you guys crazy? <laughs> yes, there and was. Yeah, and that's coming from somebody know. who's not. I am oh, not, I'm not a big Elizabeth fan. You guys know it, but okay. I can admit it that I did see hey, it. Hey, look, honestly, <laughs> I'll say that I thought they were going to kiss too. 
I did, see? but you know, it's just because you know the testosterone in the room. You know what I mean? Like throwing uh-huh. those arrows and killing people and yeah, that makes girls. me want to make out. Yeah, totally, yeah, totally me, hot. I feel like he should have kissed her just based on principle. Because if any guy did that for a girl, you're, you're, you're <laughs> I thought yeah. you were gonna say if any guy did that for me. Yeah. <laughs> if I went through all that and I shot two arrows and they both landed where they were supposed to, and I saved a girl's <laughs> life, that's like a free she pass. Better make out with me. Right. Yeah, that's like a free pass to take her to dinner at minimum. You know? Wow. If I was like, hey, can I take you to dinner now? Or, hey, man, make out with you Be like, now? thanks for saving my life. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Thank Sorry. You. you can do anything you want is what I hope she says. <laughs> Within reason. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so now we can move on to your topic. Go ahead. Intro it. Oh, no. I just wanted to uh, say I think that it's very interesting how the court case is going because now we find out that Myra and Malcolm had a relationship. I, that a did, sexual relationship. You know what? That did shock me. I, I'm it was crazy. To be honest I with you, because I didn't that. expect that one either. But right. as soon as she said that they had a relationship, come on. My first thought was, Thea's not blonde. She's kind of got brown hair. Mm-hmm. She, she's got to be his daughter. God, I never saw that coming. I, did. I thought we had talked about the possibility of them having an affair last season, maybe. Did we? Maybe I don't crazy. remember. I don't know. I, I, here. I don't know. Anyway, no, it definitely... That was as soon as she revealed that in court, or told them actually. Yeah, before, that's right. That's right. Then, yeah, I thought the same thing. Wow, like, that's it's crazy. But you know, I think at the same time we can all assume that a derelict like Oliver's dad definitely, probably was cheating a lot. You know, Flandry. well, and that's how she kind of like father like son, if you know what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, well, and you know? she and Myra kind of sets it up by saying, you know, while he was doing that, I slipped up and did the same thing to kind of justify the her, the reasons for that. Right, right. And of course they use that in court. Of that course. That does not make you look good at all. No. Yeah. No, no. And but I, that's the thing. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. See, the, the court case was just not looking good. It was not looking good for her. And right. so when they announced that she was innocent on both counts, I mm-hmm. think just everybody was in shock. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, she definitely pulled an OJ on that one. Well, <laughs> so even, that even Oliver thinks like something's fishy. Like yeah. that's just not at all awesome. what was mm-hmm. expected. If the glove don't fit, you must have quit. <laughs> I got her back. You know what I mean? I got her back. But um, I did think that was kind of weird how strong uh, Laurel came at attacking Oliver's yes. mom. I really was uncomfortable with it. And a lot of aspects. I was too, but I, I actually liked it. Yeah, you liked it. What did, did you like? I liked it because it. She was doing her job, and she didn't yeah. hold back. And that's you that's know, her job. That, that's her job. She was being a good lawyer. Whether it it she You're personal probably stuff right. aside, she was doing her job to the best of her ability, just like she said she would. God, it was you just gotta so... have respect for that. Okay, but how did you feel about how Oliver treated her afterwards? I like that too. God, I, I did. I did because I mean, come on, he knows that her sister's alive, and he's not telling her. There's a lot of things going on in that dude's yeah. head. There's a, so many things that he he cheated on her with. This right. dude. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on over there. All she did wrong, and which is not even really wrong, all she did was do her job yeah. to right. the best of her ability the way that she said she would. She never held back and said she would do anything less. And she actually, in good faith, went to talk to Myra and said, please don't do this because I will have to do this. Right. So yeah. it wasn't all bad. But she didn't cut have to slack. do that. She didn't have to do that because she could have walked away from the trial. No, she couldn't. Not if not in her position. She didn't feel like she could. Yeah. And I mean, she, and and I mean, really, think okay. about it. She's got to look out for herself too. This is her job, her livelihood. You know. Yeah. I mean, how, this is like what? But 
how many jobs are there in right. driving city? Well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to argue with you on that one. I'm going to argue with you because please if, do. If, if I was in that situation, that means that I would have to, for the rest of my life, live with the fact that I just put this woman in jail. And maybe I feel like she deserved it, but maybe I don't because I know her very well. Mm-hmm. And again, she's like family to me. I've known her growing up and I'm about to put her in jail or the death penalty. I don't know which one it was that they were going to. Uh-huh. It, I believe it was a death penalty. So can mm-hmm. you live with that for the rest of your life? Because personally, I'd rather live without a job. I'd rather be like, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Exactly. I cannot take this. But think I about quit. it this way. She totally was guilty. Like she, I mean, she really was. Like she, whatever the reasoning and all of that. And we mm-hmm. say that mm-hmm. she was scared for her life and all of that. But all through season one, even up to the point that she does the press conference, she never really showed to be that scared. Even when she set up other people to be killed instead of her, when she was covering her tracks and right. she knew, you know, all these different things. So maybe she was, maybe she wasn't. We really don't know. But mm. one thing that we do know is she did help Malcolm. Right. Right. The, all of these things are true. So that's if you know yeah. that these things happened whether or not you were close to her or not can you live with letting her right. off the hook for killing all 500 and what three 503, people 503. Yeah. can yeah. you live Somebody's with that right. I mean if, if that's your job is to put bad people away right. like if it's right. the, if you're looking at it strictly black and white guilty or not guilty can you live with that can you uh. are you a strong enough person to put your personal feelings aside and go with the facts well, and I, look at it that way I mean that yeah. I think that's the, the question that's the right. difficult situation this is the great thing about having three people here is because it's it's great to get the different perspectives because I would have never been on that side of the track with you mm-hmm. but I agree you're 100% right where you're coming from especially her being a non-emotional robot and just going after it like that it makes sense but I will say that we have to agree that before well, by watching season one and seeing that the entire boat was salvaged and brought back and you know kept in storage, uh, the fact that her her new husband was abducted and just and how, she knew about it. Yeah, but the whole way mm-hmm. that everything went down like that, she realized there's forces. I mean, I think any person would realize there's forces outside of your control or even your knowledge that mm-hmm. are influencing even Malcolm Merlin. Of course, which brings me brings me back again to Raza Ghul and his league. <clears> you know, mm-hmm. so I would assume she had some wind that she needed to cover her tracks and she needed to be a part of things like this because you don't know what's going to happen. Well, no, of course, but that still doesn't make her less guilty. Like, that's the whole point is that, Mm -hmm. you know, and no, I don't think that, I mean, that's definitely a very difficult decision and if, you know, all feelings aside and all that, and we really don't know and that's the great thing about what this show does is because you don't really know. We thought for a while she was the bad guy, then she's really not and it's it's kind of hard to see her Mm -hmm. as that evil person because I really don't think she is. I think she, I I really personally feel that she did what she felt she needed to do and the lying and all that and I'm glad that she's stepping it up and coming right. clean and she didn't back down from testifying I really respected the, her character right. for that right. is right. not shying away and doing respect, the cowardly thing respect. I really right. I really mm. did right. but, but I'm, I just okay. don't think we should be so hard on Laurel even though she's not one of my favorite characters either right. Yeah. <laughs> right. no you're right but hey I will say this we all know in the end if she you know is going to have the life sentence or for some reason someone's going to try to kill her or if the government's going to decide she's guilty Oliver's just going to bust her out anyway right oh, well, I sure. mean come on honestly you <laughs> yeah. think he's really just going to let her die that's true. Well, I yeah. thought she was totally going to die in this from, episode. This yeah, because everyone's tweeting about shock in this. Well, yeah. no, not even so much that, but the way that they set up the last, like that last scene with her is because she's coming out of the courts. It's the cameras and all of that. And then they have her in the stairwell by herself with this one like driver guy that's not Diggle, not anybody that mm-hmm. we've seen before. Oh, yeah. So yes. that to me was sketch. And then she gets in the car and it's just her. and There's nobody else there to greet her. I was like, where's Theo? Where's Oliver? To right. like pick her up. Why was she? 
she alone? I don't know if the casting director is making a joke, but the driver did happen to be Asian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, of course, Asian driver. <laughs> what? What? He was part of the league. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. yeah. See, that's what I thought. That's I thought, what I thought he was going to get abducted mm-hmm. by the League of Assassins. Yeah. Which, granted, Malcolm is considered a part of that now that we know. So maybe, but he wouldn't have shot him. Never mind. Yeah. But I well, definitely, I mean, maybe I, I will say I did not expect John Barrowman's character to return. I thought he was going to return <clears throat> in flashbacks, or at mm-hmm. least that's what the producers were saying during their interviews. But of course, they wanted to surprise of us, course, and it was great. Yeah. So when he walked out, oh, so and Merlin is alive. But at the end, or so I, I'm sorry, I don't want to get too Just crazy. But um, with Oliver getting hit by that bullet, did you guys worry that there was some there was something laced on that bullet? No, to be honest with you, it left my memory, and when he showed up for court. Only reason I remembered is because you said something. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. when mm-hmm. Thea grabbed him by the shoulder and asked him what's wrong. Are you, what's wrong? Are you okay? Yeah. I was like, oh, no, something just happened. Oh, I just thought. No, no. I just thought she's squeezing the bullet oh, wound. Oh, okay. No, but there that may be sense. because even makes you more see sense. the bandage and he, you know, you, we never really see him in pain. No. And he, he seemed to that. show a little bit more pain and then we see the bandage is bloody and we yeah. don't mm-hmm. really see that with his injuries and yeah. so I, no, I think you're onto something. It could possibly be, especially but because we find be? out that Brother Blood is the one that had, has been funding Vertigo and had him right. go after and get rid of the arrow right. and he's got this crazy serum stuff going on in this laboratory and right. has all these, so it could have been laced with something. Or right. Which we happen to think that this serum has something to do with the serum that they're talking about on the island, and that could be the connecting of the two different stories. But it's really weird because these people, you know, I think you brought it up, and I don't remember which one of you brought it up, but it was the episode where we saw the first guy die, or so we thought, and bleeding from the Mm -hmm. eyes. But then in this episode, we see a bunch of people lined up bleeding from the eyes, but one apparently comes back to life, and now he's coming back as a superhuman. Yeah, what's Mm -hmm. the Wolverine complex? Like, you know, well, not to go too Marvel, but in the Wolverine thing, like, Wolverine is an experiment with a long long list of other people that are Mm -hmm. experiments as well, and they're trying to find someone that can live through the surgery that puts the adamantium skeleton onto his body. Everybody else they try to do it with ends up dying. Wolverine's the only one that survives because he's stronger and he can heal quicker quicker than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. So Well, it's kind of the same the thing in the Marvel comics on. like with Captain America and how the Hulk right. like tries to recreate it and then he becomes a Hulk because it was like too much and you know whatever, it kind of goes to that same thing. So th- I think this is kind of, you know, their version of So that. yeah, exactly. It's definitely I think what we're realizing here is when we see that long line, it's not that all of them are going to survive, it's just that that's the one that did. And mm-hmm. that means that if he could survive whatever that serum is that's being given to him, that that's the hugest part. And on a side note, I will say that Dr. Ivo is actually um like a villain from the comics that wasn't like a super popular character, obviously, but his whole idea and his quest in the comics is to find uh, the ability to live forever. So like he, that's what he's obsessed with because he's afraid of death. And honestly, that's, that's a really cool point that DC does. I love how DC relates things to life because, uh, doctors in real life have a a huge problem and struggle a lot with the idea of death when it comes close. You know what I mean? Yeah. You Mm -hmm. know, I feel bad because they spend their lives saving people and eventually they get to a point where like they have to come to terms with death or sickness taking them. Right. And that's like a really hard concept to deal with. So Dr. Mm-hmm. Ivo's got a really strong duality between them, which I like. And I think that's a huge, and that's the whole reason that there's no other way you could involve Dr. Ivo and Arrow without having him being involved in some kind of quest to find some kind of serum or potion to make him live longer, which is what I think's going on in the flashbacks. Right. Whatever that grounded submarine was. Right. Well, mm-hmm. whatever it is, he's mis- obviously manipulating Sarah to think that he's, because she said he's saving the human race. Exactly. From what? <laughs> from death? So that way exactly. everybody lives forever and then exactly. what? Exactly. Yeah. So, so there's some stuff yeah. going on him and some of the things that caught me when he was and this just shows his character but when the one gentleman runs after Oliver and their team and the bomb right. detonates he crawls back mm-hmm. and the guy says 
congratulations, you survived your own stupidity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Ew. he shoots him in the head. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So Dr. Ivo's crazy like that. And I guess like a good point to bring up is that, um, you know, in the end, I think that uh, the submarine might have something to do with whatever's going on with Brother Blood in the future, mm-hmm. like whatever he's injecting into these guys. Mm-hmm. And why did he call the other one Brother, what was it? Cyrus. Cyrus. Wow. Probably just his name now. And I'm sure he, I'm sure that ends up being a character in, in one Well, it's of probably, they probably call them all brother. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. probably what right. they do. Oh. And so now and that he's name. the one that survived, they'll probably try to figure out how, what, you know, like take his blood and try to figure out a way right. to duplicate that to see if they right. can make more. Yeah. Right. You know, more people that are able to survive that. Because yeah. the guy comes in and talks to him, it's like there's been a development and it's like somebody's alive. Right. Right, exactly. Uh, right. And mm-hmm. another cool fact is that we're hearing a lot about Barry Allen now, right? So yes, we all know the Flash coming is next, coming in. Next mm-hmm. episode. Right. So I think December the cool 4th. part about that is Barry Allen in the comics ends up getting killed by a group called the Rogues or something like that. And the Rogues that he gets killed by, it's like a group of people and they can like assume other people's identities and stuff like that. But I wouldn't be opposed to thinking that maybe this group that Brother Blood is going to put together – you know, it's fun to try to uh, try to find out if there's a, there's some kind of emergence mm-hmm. between the two, but it would be interesting to see if the rogues end up participating in killing Barry Allen as the Flash and somehow in the future of Arrow. You know what I mean? Mm. It'd be interesting. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get too much into news, but I'll just say oh, this yeah, one sorry. piece, and that's yeah. just that we know that uh, the other episode I announced that he was going to be on 8 and 9, and then also on episode 20, which was going to lead into a spinoff of his own pilot, but that is no longer the case. That He's going to be in episode 8 and 9, and they've nicked him being in episode 20 for some reason. Wow. So. Yeah. Don't know what that's about, but I'm sure we'll find out in Definitely the future. Definitely pre-flash anyway. He's not going to die. Oh, no, no. But let's let's end and talk about the big stunning moment that everybody was, yeah, yeah, the grand finale that we've been (laughs) hinting towards. But basically, we now find out that Thea Queen is not really Thea Queen, but Thea Merlin. Merlin. Well, it's a good thing she never made out. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> oh my God! And Tommy and her were really close too. They well, remember she lot. had a crush on him. She like tried to kiss him at one. It makes yeah. sense. And that's yeah. her brother. Yeah. It's her brother. Ooh, that's no. weird. This is getting weird. Mm. But that that's definitely gonna come out as big secrets like that always yes. do. Mm-hmm. But right. here's the thing. I feel like obviously Moira's known this. She never told Tommy about it because he just r- said to her at the very end of the episode, mm-hmm. imagine yeah. my surprise when I did research and I found out mm-hmm. that Thea is my daughter. Well, her being underneath him as long as she has and you talking about the things that she was doing, maybe part of it was she didn't want that secret to come out so therefore that's why she felt such obligation right. towards yeah. Malcolm. Well she was definitely keeping a lot of secrets from a lot of different people. Yeah. So you know at some point it's got to be hard to keep all that stuff straight. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah tell me that. This truth will set you free and Oliver really yeah. pointed that out to her in the court case saying mm-hmm. like you know the truth finally has to come out you know like you got to do okay, it. Okay hypocrite. No, yeah. I what? mean, how am I a hypocrite? Not you, Oliver. Oh, yeah. oh. He has to come out. I, and there's yeah. so many secrets that he has. There's so yeah. many people that don't know what exactly happened on the island, which is exactly what Diggle pointed out to him a right, few episodes right. ago. And I really like how they went ahead do and Do as sh- I say, oh. not as I do. Oh, excuse right. me. Mom. And um, I really like how they found out that, or I like the way they brought Merlin back in, or Merlin's like, you know, I had to practice many ways of pretending to be dead or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. because instead instead of going that that that, uh, that meta way or, like, yeah. going to that, you know, supernatural way, because, uh-huh. like, they were going to say, like, I guess, like, the other way could have gone is they he went to the Lazarus pit and was dropped in, and they pulled him out, and now mm-hmm. he has, like, like, you know, brought back to life by the pit. Then you have to 
put all these, these extra elements, these extra mm-hmm. supernatural elements into the show. And in a lot of aspects, when I see shows do that, which I was really afraid of for this show, once you get those supernatural aspects in, and then the show usually goes downhill within a season. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it just changes the element of it because <sighs> this whole show is yeah, based upon not superpowers, but super people. Right. Exactly. People doing, yeah. you know, super yeah. exactly. Things. Exactly. extraordinary exactly. things. Exactly. And I know everybody's scared about The Flash, but here's the thing that as a comic book reader myself, I'd say that it's something that I always really found to love is that I love when comics show a realistic way of someone existing. Like, I've never right. been a fan of Superman because he's just, he's overpowered. And he's, there's no realistic way for someone to become Superman. I'm more of a fan of like a Batman or an Arrow or even, right. you know, Barry Allen becoming the Flash sounds awesome to me if it's a way that we did it and we designed it. You know, right, right. even in Marvel Comics, my favorite comic is Iron Man, you know, because right, right. it's done by man, you know. So I love that. And I love the fact they didn't take us out of real real reality. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can agree with that. Okay, agree. cool. I like it. I like it. It's good. We're on the All same right. page on something here. <laughs> so now that we are on the same page, why yeah. don't we just start talking about some news? Yeah, let's go. After Buzz TV News. All right. So I want to start with some pictures. We'll take a few moments to pull some of those up. But as we do, I've got pictures on some cool stuff, uh, future stuff. And let's see. We're going to talk about some other episodes. We do know that. I'm going to wait till the picture shows up before I actually start talking about um, everything that's been going on right now. So while I do that, do you guys have any news? What kind of, no, nothing. I thought you had this. Here yeah. it is. Okay. So I, it's funny because you, thank you guys. You guys have been tweeting me this picture too, but when I saw it, I thought, finally, <laughs> he's got a mask. He doesn't have any eyeshadow. I like the eyeshadow. But what do you guys think about this mask? I don't like I don't it. Know if I, I like, like it. the eyeshadow I like better. It. I like it. I mean, I can't tell who that guy is. Yeah, you know, it's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just being real. I can't. I kind of no like the eyeshadow is. better. I think I would have liked this mask if it was a little bit larger. The skinniness kind of reminds me of a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, there you go. You're dead on with <laughs> that I like one. It again. I like yes. it again. Yeah. Yes. Let's I'm see. a huge Ninja Turtle fan. All right. So am I. But this, and, and he's dressed in green. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But, you know, it's one small step forward for yeah. mankind. Uh, awesome. Let's go on to the next picture if we can. Okay, so I pulled this up. This is something that it's obviously people have seen. It's just one of the promos for mm-hmm. Arrow, but mm-hmm. it's a glimpse at Roy Harper as the Red Arrow with red eyeshadow. Right. With red eyeshadow, <laughs> Super which weird. leads me to ask the question: When is this <clears throat> moment going to happen? Because if you're going to put this on this season's promo posters, that must mean that this season something will be happening. Oh, for sure. Especially so, now that yeah. Merlin's back, it's got to happen sooner rather than later. He I needs backup. Yep. Green Arrow needs that some yeah. backup. Let's go into the next yep. picture, please. Mm-hmm. Okay, this picture. I, you know, I just have to stop and pause for a moment. <laughs> Where Appar- am I at? You know what? Apparently, <laughs> you do have to have abs to get cast in this <laughs> show. But thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much for these abs. So, obviously, if you guys don't know the characters, we, we have... Um, Slade, we have Roy. Oh, I said that reverse. Oliver, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, the screens yeah. here are very dim, but we have our four. How about that? I'll just say yeah. that we have our four men and their four amazing abs, and there is something for everybody. <laughs> four out of five. I need to be in that picture. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. Kidding so, me? But if you, if you, ladies, if you like this picture, this is actually a screensaver that I found, so just Google screensavers of Arrow, and this will come up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so moving along, this is the young lady that will be playing one of Raza Ghoul's daughters. However, apparently she's one of the forgotten daughters. She's not somebody that we expect her to be. She's going to be Nysa Al Ghul. Hmm. Um, That's good. She's, yes. She's kind of nice. She, she, she's the... <laughs> See, daughter coming to confront the re-caged Katie Lost Canary and to play the part Arrow is casting 
Somebody, she apparently is from Spartacus, which is where Manu Bennett is from. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And her name is, let's see, Cynthia Adia Robinson. Hmm. Nice. Interesting. Yes. Super action event. Okay. So anyways, I just wanted to show that picture. And then I have a couple of videos too, because you guys know that I like videos. So that'll be pulled up in a few minutes. What else do I have here? Oh, by the way, oh, guys. Well, go ahead. Oh, in news and gossip. This might be true, might not be true, but uh, one of my good friends, I'd say one of my best friends, ended up growing on this, growing up on the same street as a character on Arrow, somebody that is also known as Black Canary. Nice. So, yeah, as the Canary. So, looks like I have an in. I'm gonna see what I can do for you guys. So let's just keep let's keep our let's keep our hopes alive here. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go to our first video. This is really cool. It's Stephen Amell, slow motion, doing his parkouring. <laughs> I just think it's cool because it shows that his physical abilities. All right, let's see what he's got. He has to think about it. Thumbs up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we can, uh, is there a way we can maybe fast forward it just a little bit? I think I wanted it at like a minute. Third. There we go. Is this <laughs> Stephen Amell right here? Yeah. <clears throat> I know this gem. Check this out. Jim is in uh, Van Nuys, California. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Yes, oh, ladies. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, the pull-up bar. I could do this. <laughs> If you are listening to the podcast, definitely check this one out on I, excuse me, YouTube. What? Wow, that's insane. Yeah. I want to know how long it took. I swear to God, you guys take a camera and come with me to any gym, and I will do all of this. Well, you guys can go to YouTube and check out the full video of that amazing workout in slow motion yes yeah <laughs> I, I you know the reason why i pulled that up not just because i think that Stephen amell is great and physically fit but because <laughs> tell us how you really feel you know i mean <laughs> if, if i could drool on camera for you guys i would but i'm not going to do that tonight so really the reason why i like it so much is because a lot of times actors do have stunt doubles which he did and mm-hmm. he did more so at the beginning of season one but he obviously worked really hard to embody this character and to me oh, that's yeah. just so much respect that goes out to him because that stuff is not easy. Yeah. It's right. not easy at all. Yeah, so this is the last, it's just a, it's an interview from last season, but I think it's cool to finally see Manu Bennett speak a little bit about his part as Slade Wilson. So here we go. What is happening? Well, you know, we're out on that island, that damn island, <laughs> you know, uh, and, 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 you know, Slade, Slade's working with, uh, with, with Oliver to, to sort of, you know, build up his strength as the upcoming character of Arrow. But, you know, you know, you know, drama can never go in a straight line. You know what I mean. So get ready for the big dipper and big surprises. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah, big surprises, and it won't be a surprise if I tell you, darling. Just stop asking. Okay, so you can cut it here. I thought it was really cool. So this is uh, courtesy of Movie Maniacs. I want to definitely credit them. They did an interview with him, but yeah, I just I like seeing him talk about him and his character, and I want to see more development of what's going to happen with Deathstroke. Definitely. Absolutely. So that is my my news and gossip, I guess. I don't really have any gossip, do you guys? Yep, let's do predictions. All yeah, right, let's, let's go. go. Boop it is. And now, you're after Buzz TV. 
Oh, there's no episode for Thanksgiving. Nope. There is not. No, we're back December 4th. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some predictions, guys. What do you guys think is going to happen for our mid-season finale? I think that... I'm kind of hoping that Thea's going to find out that Malcolm's her dad before then. Or at least by then. And... What do you think that'll do to her, though, mentally? Well, I think it's going to cause lots of drama, hence the need for the Red Arrow to come in and kind of help out and kind of, you know, take his character build out a little bit more. But can you imagine after all these... Okay, first of all, she's found out all these lies by her mother, and she probably thinks at this point she's found everything out that she could possibly find out. And then Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. That's a huge bomb to drop on somebody. And I kind of think... Or at least I would like to see him for him to be the one to tell her. Because I think that would be like the most dramatic way for her to find out. Like I kinda don't want Myra to tell her. Like yeah. I don't I kinda don't want her to get that chance to be the first one to that tell her. That would actually be that's Especially a, because she's the like she's already asked her. She mm-hmm. when she admitted about the affair, they already said, I asked you about this already and you lied again. So that'll be two lies about the same situation. Yeah. So that's why I kinda I don't want it to be her. I want it to be Malcolm that tells her. Nice. Gosh, if that happened, I think Oliver would just about fall over. I know. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I think that uh, definitely we're going to go into, as the season progresses further and we find out what's in that submarine, I have a strong belief, and I know I've been doing a little bit of prediction as we're going through the show, but um, I definitely think that's going to be some kind of secret to life, some kind of cure, yeah. um, something that can make you live longer and st- become stronger and just be like, you know. it's the just fountain like, of youth. It's like a fountain of youth type yeah. thing that was on that submarine ship. And I think we're going to see that play into the future episodes. I think we're going to see Slade come back in. I think we're going to see him move into the future. I think he's then going to end up being somebody that helps Arrow and stuff like that. I think that now that we know, I mean, this is going to be in the future, but now that we know that one of Razagul's daughters is coming, she's obviously going to come for Sarah, and -hmm. it's going to be a huge showdown. Maybe at that point we will see Roy Harper start turning into the Red Arrow, Mm -hmm. but I think that it's going to cause a battle of forces, and it's going to be another amazing fight scene just like the one that we happen to see. Uh, the other episode ago and as we take this show home Mm -hmm. and end it with uh, a little bit of Drake thank you guys so much for watching we had an awesome time all three of us here sharing our voices and our opinions with you on Arrow if you want to continue to converse with us about what you think about the show please feel free to tweet us you can tweet me at kissmypassport you can tweet me at at mmogli m-o-w-g-a-l-i or on Facebook at, at mmogli that's it and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly with an IE079. And you guys that have tweeted, sorry if you didn't get to get the streaming. Hopefully you can catch us on YouTube tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And guys, Bye. just uh, all of us here are just going to say good job, Myra. We're happy you got the acquittal or the not guilty <laughs> yes. yes. And we're happy you're going home. Yeah, <laughs> Take it away, home. Drake. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Let's get out some pizza. Express your inner those of the host only do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.